Hey there, welcome back to today's episode of The Irregular Show. I'm your host, Adam C. Thomas. Uh, did you take your meds today? Go take your meds right now. Uh, I'll wait. Are you back? Okay, cool. Uh, so today, there's not a lot to really talk about. Um, some good food today. I'm out running some errands before work. So it's funny, last week, well, a few weeks ago, I started a new job. And my first three weeks were for training, right? And they told me very dis, dis, very certainly, with very much, you know, conviction in their tone, that there was usually no way, most likely no way we would ever go home early, because there is always work to do. Uh, and I, okay, that's fine. Cool. I like that. Uh, I like working. I like making money. So, uh, all week, all three weeks I was training. Well, you'll never go home early. There's always work to do. You'll never go home early. There's always work to do. So last night was my first night, uh, on my actual shift that wasn't training. And it was, uh, second shift. So I worked, or third shift. So I worked 5 p.m. to about 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. Whichever, until the work gets done. You know, no big rush or whatever and uh, I mean there is a rush but anyway so uh, last night was my first night at the new shift at my job and guess what happened I got sent home early I walked in at five o'clock and I was told that there was not enough work for both of us working the two different machines uh, that I operate to do so we were to do the work that was there and then go home early. So, that's fun. Not a bad deal. I went home, I made, uh, got a pizza, and I watched Seinfeld with my cat, which I'm almost done with Seinfeld, by the way. And we've got about four episodes left before I finish the series. And I'll post a, a, a big review of it, I guess, here. And just talk about my thoughts and all that other stuff. And I, to, to preface that, I had never seen uh, Seinfeld, a whole episode. I never cared for it, I thought. And, I mean, I, I knew the memes and the jokes and things, but I had never, um, you know, made an effort to watch it because multiple reasons. I don't like Jerry Seinfeld as a person. I think he's a dickhead. Um, and I didn't think he was that funny, but I was wrong about that. Uh, but for years, I can I... I you know, stood firm on the belief that uh, Larry David was the reason that that show was good. Larry David's writing was the only reason that that show was any good whatsoever. So I'm going to be doing like a, a retrospective thing on that here when I get done. Um, and I hope you look forward to that. So I'm going to... Uh, Take a break, and when I come back, we're going to talk about the lunch I just had, which was amazing. So, you can probably not hear me over my air conditioning, but I don't care, because it's cold and I want to warm my car up. Anyway, I just had lunch at Against the Grain Sandwich Emporium, or... Uh, stylized as 
ATG Sandwich Emporium. And if you're in Louisville and you have heard of Against the Grain, if you don't know, Against the Grain is a brewery here in Louisville. Um, they have a restaurant. Their main branch is attached to the Louisville uh, Riverbats baseball team stadium. And they're really good. They're, they have really good food, I think. Um, so they have branched out from there. They have a different place in the Highlands called the Public House. And then they have a place on 7th Street in downtown Louisville, right by uh, the 21C Hotel. And it is strictly sandwiches. It's, it's, it's the closest thing we have to like a sandwich deli in Louisville, I think. So I go there all the time. It's pretty, pretty you know, well-priced and uh, the food is always good. I haven't had multiple sandwiches yet and none of them were bad. So they were all really, really good. Today I had the pastrami on rye with brown mustard and all this other, oh, so good. Just nice hot pastrami on a good toasted fry bread. Oh my goodness. Amazing. So, if you are in Louisville. Oh, and the other, what did I have before? The Cuban? The Cuban's really good. They have that. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, they make a really mean Cuban. I've had their turkey club, which is amazing. I had the pastrami on rye today. And uh, they're, they're all good. I've yet to have a bad sandwich. So if you're in Louisville and you would like to get a good sandwich, like a deli-style sandwich, um, definitely check them out. That is ATG Sandwich Emporium. It is uh, between Market and Main on 7th, so right there by 21C, um, if you know where that is in Louisville. And they also have a little club thingy in the bottom level of the restaurant called the Flamingo Lounge. I was actually talking to the owner today. Uh, he's a friend of mine, and he's a cool dude. Um, but there's a business down there, or a club lounge down there called the Flamingo Lounge, and they do, it's just like a cocktail lounge, and they do shows and things like that down there. So the sandwich shop is open from about 8 a.m. till about 3 p.m., and then the Flamingo Lounge opens for a cocktail hour, or a cocktail lounge for five to I think about midnight or maybe one so <clears throat> you know kind of cool different little spot kind of a speakeasy kind of vibe and uh, the owner Sam is a cool cool dude I love him I've, I've talked to him a few times he's a really cool guy and uh, <clears throat> excuse me so that's my recommendation for food for the day if you're in Louisville and you want to try a good sandwich hit the ATG Sandwich Emporium that's the Against the Grain Sandwich Emporium at 7th and Main. So, I have a question for my listeners. Do you... Okay, so I'm going to present you a situation, and I just want your opinion. So just tell me what you think. There's no right or wrong answers here. Um, so, sorry. Backing up. So, I'm of the generation that um, when we try to endear ourselves to our friends, I, as well as many people in my generation, will find something about 
the friend that we're trying to uh, impress or whatever you want to call it and to um, make fun of them or pick on them in a, in a friendly way, not in a mean way. But, you know, like busting heads or busting chops or whatever you want to call it. Um, I do it all the time and I understand that not everyone likes that and I'm trying to like actively avoid doing that to people who might hurt their feelings and things, but I'm curious what you guys think. Do you guys do that with your friends? Do you make fun of each other and pick on each other? Is that okay? Or do you treat each other with, uh, you know, a little more kid gloves, like soft and friendly? Do you, um, are you kind with your friends? Are you rough with your friends' emotions or physically? Um, does gender play a role in that decision? Um, obviously, if you know someone is mentally unhealthy, you probably shouldn't be picking on them, because that's mean. Um, especially if someone's suffering. But, what do you, what do you do? When you try to, um, when you're with someone who you're ultimately comfortable with, like 110% comfortable, um, do you pick on them for fun? Because that's what my generation does. And it seems to be going out of style, which, you know, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm genuinely curious. I just want to know what you guys think. So send me a voice message or send me an email at acthomas1984 at gmail.com. Uh, and let me know. Let me know what you guys do, because I'm curious to see how this works out generationally. And if you want to, let me know what generation you're from. That would be cool. Uh, so that we kind of get a picture of... You know, things that people my age do, things that people in generations below me do, things generations above me do, if you're hearing this. Um, you know, everyone from boomers down to the brand new Gen Z babies or whatever they are. Uh, so, yeah, let me know. I'm curious. So here's another little random clip of my brain thought process. So I drive a lot for a living, as you told, heard me say earlier, I'm an Uber driver. Um, one thing that really chaps my ass as a driver is watching somebody be right up on somebody's asshole in traffic. And I mean like not even five feet away from a car. That is so stupid, that is so unsafe, and so ridiculous. And if you are a driver that does that, please revoke your license right away. Like voluntarily give your license away because you're a shitty driver and you don't need to be on the road because you're making it actively unsafe for everyone else. Driving mistakes, not mistakes, driving choices like that, it's not a mistake because that's exactly what it is, is a choice to act that way. Uh, it's gonna cost lives because you are impatient. Impatient drivers are my biggest goddamn pet peeve of all time. And if you are one of those drivers, I hope that you learn your lesson soon before you kill someone. I hope that it doesn't hurt anyone around you because you wanna drive like a maniac for whatever reason, whether it be impatience or anger or road rage or whatever the reason is, if you drive like an asshole, I hope you get what's coming to you. And there are many reasons and many ways to drive like an asshole, but I was just witness to one of these incidents where someone gets right up on the rear end of the car in front of them on the interstate and just hovers there and won't back off, won't give them space, won't give a car length, just hovers right behind this person. And that is aggressively stupid. And if you do that, you're a shitty driver. I cannot iterate that enough. If you do that, you need to be 
taken off the road. You need to have your license suspended because if you drive like that, you're going to hurt someone. I know I'm repeating myself and I'm sorry, but I can't say it enough. Don't drive like a dickhead. Leave space between you and the cars in front of you so that if you need to stop in an emergency, you can do so safely. Thank you. So I want to end this episode on a little bit of a uh, gushy, mushy, heartwarming note. Uh, I want to talk about something that means a lot to me, and I know this is going to sound uh, maybe weird to some people, but I want to tell this story, and I have never had an opportunity to tell it until now. So I, back in September, moved into my very own very first apartment by myself without any roommates or without any other assistants or friends or anything. It's all me. All the bills fall on me and everything. It's my my own space, 100%. Um, and I chose an apartment in the heart of the city in downtown Louisville. It's a building that I, it's a complex rather, that I have always wanted to live in. I have lusted after. I have toured and tried and never had the means to make it work and uh, I would you know crunch the numbers and do this and do that and try and figure and I never could make it work until now and now I can um, and it has been my entire adult life ever since I started working downtown probably 15 years ago or better um, I have wanted to live in these apartments because it is just right in the center of everything. It's I love the city. I've always loved cities. My dad used to take us down. He used to work downtown and we would go down there in the middle of the night and it was always, I, I can't explain it, but it was just so magical to me. Um, the city at night, it always was. It just seemed like such an interesting, far more interesting place than um, the, you know, the suburbs and neighborhoods and things that I never I've never liked neighborhoods um, and when I started working downtown I got to see a much more interesting side of the city at night because I worked third shift and I would see all of the, the crazies and the drunks and all that stuff uh, and that just added another layer of fun for me to being in the city and downtown and so when I started school in 2016, I got to see the daytime downtown because my school was in the same, my school is literally across the street from my apartment, which is right in the, the, the heart of everything. And um, so I got to see the daytime of the city and how vibrant that could be as well. And everything, all of these things just kind of bolstered my desire to want to live in the city, right? cities make me feel good. I love exploring new cities. I love going new places all over. It doesn't matter if it's a new city. Uh, I want to go and I want to explore. I want to find all the neat, neat and interesting street art, uh, all the interesting places to eat, all of the, all of the things that make a city unique and fun. I love. So I have always wanted to live in the city for as long as I can remember, as long as I've been an adult, I've always thought, oh, I want to live in the city, but it's too expensive, it's too much money. Um, I don't make that much money because I used to not. I used to make 
uh, you know, barely above minimum wage. Uh, I, you know, struggled to make ends meet. I made, you know, nine, ten dollars an hour and was paying bills and had issues and these other things and I was not good with money. Um, but now that I've finished school and can afford an apartment like that, I need to explain, I want to explain to you how much that means to me and I hope I've made it clear. It's been three months and I get so excited to come home to my new apartment that I still get butterflies in my stomach. And it occurred to me the other night that, I don't really know how to say it, um, but the fact that I can still get butterflies in my stomach just coming home from being so excited from having an apartment in the place that I've always wanted, the place that I've always looked at and scoured their website and crunched numbers and studied and did all that stuff. And now I live there and it was through hard work and support and uh, it just makes me so happy to know that it wasn't all for nothing and that all of the hard work and all of the sacrifice and all of the pain and struggle that I went through in school and in life and all of that is finally worth it. Uh, I, I have finally achieved. I never gave up. I never settled. There were many times where I almost settled and moved into an apartment that I wouldn't like or took a job that I didn't want or, you know, and I never did. I never settled. Um, I refuse to settle in practically everything these days. I refuse to settle in dating. I refuse to settle in life. I refuse to settle in all my choices because settling to me is weak for me personally. It may not be for other people. Um, I don't want to take a lesser decision for the sake of comfort. I would rather be uncomfortable until I get what I want, which is exactly what happened with this apartment. I, you know, I unfortunately lived with people and took advantage of some situations that I probably shouldn't have. And, you know, I've gone through my bouts of mental health issues and I've gone through my uh, you know, depression and anxiety and panic attacks and uh, it's caused me to f have difficulty with work and uh, luckily I've had an insanely supportive system of family and friends to keep me afloat and keep me sane and keep me grounded. Um, I, I, I can't say enough how strongly I love my network of support because it is one of the best. I have cultivated one of the best groups of friends and family that support me and love me and keep me on the straight and narrow. And not that I've ever been in a situation where the straight and narrow was a problem, but you know what I mean. Uh, and it's so important to do that. So. I said all that to say this, I, I got what I wanted and I didn't settle and it took me 15 years to get here, but I'm here and that's what matters. Uh, you know, people always say it's the, it's the journey, not the destination. And the journey that I have taken has really developed my character. I feel like in a way that I can be proud of, it has developed my character as something that I can show people and say, look, I may not be 
uh, you know, super whitewashed, PG-rated, clean cut as far as, like, the way that I say things or things that I do or jokes that I make. But, you know, at my core, I try to be a good person, and that comes from all of the things that I've gone through uh, as an adult, as a young adult until now, that has developed my character and caused me to become who I am and got me to where I am now with uh, my apartment and my job and has developed my work ethic and uh, so uh, I wanted to just share that with you guys because I wanted to share that with somebody and this is my new platform that I am trying to use so thank you for listening sorry if I ramble too much um, I love you all be safe, have fun, make good decisions, take your meds. Go take your meds right now. If you didn't do it at the top, take them right now. Okay? I love you. Have a good day. Goodbye.